Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Discuss All Monsters. I'm your host Wyatt, and who is with me today? Oh, it's it's just Nikki. Like every other month, like every other episode. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm... No, eventually we'll get we'll get some sick ass guests, but for now we're oh, still yeah. summing it together. Oh yeah, know? oh yeah. I, I'm I'm the all explode when defeated person. That that what made that channel. Or uh, uh, this is the distant future, and this is being beamed right into your skull uh, yeah. via uh, ah. psychic processing or something. <laughs> if you're watching it or listening to it from then and experiencing this, well, hello. I hope the world is better then. Uh, things <laughs> yeah. are kind of bad now. so <laughs> It's not so great. <laughs> yeah, not so great here. Uh, so, yes, this is Ghidorah the Thread Monster that we're going to be talking about today. And it's one that I've been excited for ever since we started this. Because oh, yeah. I, I will be frank right out the gate. I've alluded to it throughout the show, but I'll say that this is my favorite of the Showa movies. Mm. Uh, it has a huge amount of like nostalgic importance to me. And I think out of the Showa movies, the only ones that I would maybe consider on the level or maybe better going forward are uh, Godzilla vs. Hedera. Uh, which I love. Yeah, that one's way. no controversial one's opinion. Uh, yeah. And Terror of Mechagodzilla, the final Showa movie. Yeah, uh, which may be a weird choice for some people. I like it better than the original Mechagodzilla movie, but we're gonna have to see when we get there, one hundred years from now. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so yes, uh, Ghidorah the three-headed monster, or as it is known internationally across the world. Three giant monsters, the greatest battle on earth. The Japanese title. Uh, of course. The, another version of the Japanese title is Godzilla Mothra King Ghidorah, the greatest battle on earth. Mm. So uh, the observant fan will be like, oh shit, that, they remade the name of the movie for a later movie. Ah, yes. Uh, Space Monster King Ghidorah is the 8mm version of this. I don't know why they have different names for the 8mm releases in Japan, but whatever. Of yeah. course, Ghidra, the three-headed monster, was oh, the right. original United States title. Yeah, monster yeah. <laughs> of a Monster of Monsters, Ghidorah. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. And of course, from Germany, beginning a long-standing tradition, uh, Frankenstein's monsters in battle against Ghidorah. Frankenstein made all of them? Is that what <laughs> yeah, they're I saying? Guess. I guess so. Frankenstein, which is very, you know, that's pretty impressive for Frankenstein because he doesn't appear at any point in the movie. So yeah. that's weird. Yeah. Frank he didn't appear. <laughs> it's somehow he hid Rodan in a volcano. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Frankenstein got real fucking ambitious after he made that like <laughs> one dude. Out of corpse parts. Yeah. Yeah. So then he made like a nuclear d dragon, like <laughs> T-Rex and a pterodactyl. <laughs> A moth, or or at least a larva, the fucking uh, a fucking three headed like golden space <laughs> dragon. Man, he, yeah, no, he got he went nuts. He went nuts. Yeah, uh, four giant monsters, the greatest battle on earth. So the Taiwanese title actually does acknowledge Rodan because yeah. Rodan is in this movie, and the Japanese title 
like three giant monsters, you know, yeah. and then Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah. They just fucking ignore Rodan, I yeah. guess, because he sucks. Nobody cares about him. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> fucking. Which like, is, uh, I love Rodan. Yeah, so, yeah. He's not even good. second fiddle here. He's like fourth fiddle. That sucks. Yeah, like, poor, poor bastard. He'll never get. He'll never get another like big time appearance you know i guess the next movie is like that's it but after that you know it's just cameos right uh like a monster island from then on uh ghidra the monster of three heads okay ghidra the monster of monsters ghidra the tricephalic monster (laughs) so there you go that's a little fancier yeah uh, yeah uh, and then Godzilla against Ghidorah, the dragon of three heads. So, you know, most of them try to stick to the international title of Ghidorah, the three-headed monster. Yeah. And that's what we're going to be calling it because I do not feel like calling it, you know, Sandai Kaiju, whatever, Kiju, <laughs> Side-Eye, yeah. all that. Uh, but... and, and, and we're not so arrogant to, to delete one syllable like the American release with Ghidra. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah, fucking, because, like, it's, you know... The, the whole thing, I guess it's supposed to be the fact that Ghidorah is supposed to be Hydra, but in J- Japanese they're pronounced it Hydra. Oh, um, right. Yeah. So then they like localized it more accurately to Ghidra to be like Hydra. Uh, okay. Or Ghid or Hydra, as I've heard some wrong people uh, <laughs> pronounce it, you know. Right. People, people pronounce monster names fucked up sometimes, like I've heard people call it Chimera yeah. instead of Chimera. Yeah. Mar- you know, so. Mario instead of Mario. Yeah. <laughs> Mario's my favorite monster. Yeah, yeah uh, my favorite monster is Super Mario. Uh, uh, yeah. So so before I talk about my story about how uh, um, Ishiro Honda personally gave me a VHS copy of oh, Ghidorah yeah. the Three-Headed yeah, yeah. Monster. Yeah, yeah. Our, our, pers- <laughs> our personal history sections will be nuts. <laughs> Before I go into that, why don't you tell everybody about your personal history with this movie, yeah. your, your previous experience with it in whatever ways, and like your general thoughts yeah. on the movie, therefore. Uh, uh, like you know. like usual, uh, it's it's not very long. I, I don't have a whole lot uh, with the show of films uh, as, a, as a whole, I don't think. Um, I think I, I've mainly seen clips, and I, I feel like before I watched this movie, I might have told you or I might have said uh, that I had seen it, but watching this film, I was surprised by, by I was surprised by enough things to go, okay, I must have just never seen this and just gotten this <laughs> confused for something else or just assumed. You were, yeah. You're watching it like, Hmm, I guess I did not see this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was just watching. I was like, no, I don't. Yeah. I'll, there's a, we'll get to it. But by the end of the film, I was like, huh, a couple things didn't happen that I was a little bit surprised about. Um, and, uh, uh, but aside from that, uh, I do want to add that, uh, last year at some point, I think it's last year. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, so last year would be 2019 for anyone listening to this, not, you know, in the year that we're recording this. Uh, but, um, the film uh godzilla king of the monsters was coming out and you had referred to it as a as a light remake 
of Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster to me. And I, I don't even think you've seen it, but just by the fact that they yeah. used the four monsters from this film for that yeah. film. Uh, and like, you know, I'll just say now that I've seen this freshly and stuff, it is it is not actually a remake. But uh, that is, I feel like that's part of my history just because uh, that yeah. setup of those three monsters against this one and stuff kind of like set forth uh, not even, not even really some expectations, but some respect for the format. I think uh, that they were going for with this film. Um, so and with Ghidorah, why don't, why don't, um, because it's going to be a very, very, very long time before we talk about the legendary movies. Yeah, why don't you give us a little bit of an opinion on the King of the Monsters because of its similarities, and then like going into your general opinions on this movie like how does it match up yeah um so king of the monsters uh <laughs> so my hot take on the legendary monster films is that kong skull island is like the best one and by like a decent margin uh yeah like it's 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 a lot of fun <laughs> they do away with a lot yeah. of the uncomfortable shit in, in uh king kong with that one and they just have a lot of fun with it King of the Monsters, I feel like, gets a few things pretty uh, wrong, uh, like like, or just incorrect, uh, I guess, with my personal take on Godzilla. Not to get too far into spoilers, because I'm sure we're going to talk about it one day and stuff. Like, I know it's, yeah, I know, sure. it, I know it's going to be yeah. in forever, but it's going to happen. Um, but in terms of the appearances of the monsters, which is kind of where the similarities begin and end. Um, yeah, I honestly have a lot of respect for the way that King of the Monsters as a Hollywood film approached the, uh, the, the symbolism and like the, the bigness of the monsters and, and the significance of them, uh, in the, in the films like universe, particularly with, uh, Mothra, I feel like, uh, the film with Mothra and Godzilla, particularly the film, like almost borders on religious territory where it's like where where their appearances start becoming like almost euphoric in like a visual presentation in a way that i think is really striking especially compared to the first legendary godzilla film and especially especially compared to the 98 godzilla film by roland emmerich um so in terms of american godzilla films i think by default it's kind of the best one uh, but in terms of like how it stacks up to Toho, I mean, come on, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't yeah, Toho, yeah. baby. Uh, but, uh, I think, oh no, I, I, I think they're both like really valid ways of doing it. And, uh, I feel like if you're going to do it as a Hollywood, uh, big budget studio and stuff, the King of the Monsters is like pretty close to how I would, I, I would want it done by hollywood if we if we had to and like i to be completely honest i don't want it be i don't want it done as by hollywood like at all (laughs) yeah yeah i kind of just want them to stay the fuck away uh and i just and just let toho do it but if they have to this isn't bad um but i mean compared to this movie i feel like this movie is kind of just it's almost revelatory It, it feels like uh a like it feels like a bunch of shit like coalesces with this film uh, we talk, yeah. we talk about Mothra versus Godzilla. Like, so, so if we talk about just Mothra in particular, Mothra is 
kind of an outlier in like surround like when you take it in the context of the films that came out around because it just feels like this weird Disney movie that just happens yeah. in the middle of this other stuff. And Mothra vs. Godzilla almost uh, uh, signals a, uh, a change in the, the, the wind where there's where, where now Godzilla films are going to be more uh, lighthearted, have more kind of whimsy to them, and be more yeah. about a fight of good versus evil rather than, you know, uh, rather than, you know, anything like huge or... or uh, uh, just just dripping in like like weird political like horror type of uh, uh, storytelling. Uh, yeah, not to yeah. not to not to say that it's like lesser than. It just is different. It starts to te- it starts to teeter more into like Ultraman territory almost. And with Ghidorah, I feel like it totally full on gets there, especially with uh, a certain scene towards the end of the film that really just puts the uh, <laughs> puts your perspective of the monsters in a different light uh but yeah as as far as general thoughts that's kind of it for me i don't want to overtake this too much but uh, yeah yeah of course there's a lot to say this movie's really really fucking good like like my 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 bottom line is that this movie fucking kicks ass like as a show of film it just really feels like they get it now they totally get what they're going for when it comes to godzilla and when it comes to making kaiju films from this point onward and uh they're gonna start rolling with it from here on yeah i i totally agree uh my to go back my person my own personal history uh with it because like yeah i I wanted to press you further because i knew that i might just like run the show here yeah yeah for sure make sure that you get uh, get all your stuff out (laughs) Um, you know so like i've talked about it before but it's worth talking about again just in case somebody you know, because some people might not listen to these chronologically. They might just, like, right. pick a movie that they like and yeah. listen to it. So, like, for the sake of those people, I will reiterate a story that I've told a hundred times on this podcast already. Yeah. And that, like, when I was a kid, uh, for, I mean, the first Godzilla movie I ever saw was Godzilla the Smog, or versus the Smog Monster, or Godzilla versus Hedera. Uh, and it was on, like, HBO or TBS or something I can't yeah. remember, but I watched it with my dad. It was a good time. The movie was, it was just insane in a way that was both like ridiculous and fun and cool. It was like all these things at the same time, you know, but we're not talking yeah. about that movie. Uh, we'll get to that hopefully soon. Yeah. Um, but this was one of the first that I watched. Uh, like on its own on VHS that I went I went to a thrift store down the street from my house literally like right down the street from my house there's a really good uh, or was a really good thrift store it's still there but like it's just full of garbage fucking you know shit that literally nobody wants especially like now that like you know uh, we're at the recording of this we're still in the middle of quarantine. I uh, yeah. do not know if by the time that this airs, if that's done, but like, <laughs> uh, you know, or if the time that you're listening to it, it's done and you've forgotten 2020 uh, as we all hope that we can at some point in the future. Yeah. Um, but because of that, a ton of people are just like doing a lot of uh, uh, house cleaning and like getting rid of their fucking garbage. But instead of just like throwing it away, they deem it worthy to like bring it to thrift stores and like 
put all their shitty clothes that nobody wants or their fucking DVDs that nobody wants. Like literally yeah. nobody wants. It would be better to just throw it away. Right. Um, you know, and like, so like thrift stores just gone down the shitter basically, but there was a golden age where you could, where going in and like getting a bunch of VHS tapes was like this fun experience finding like movies you've never fucking heard of. Yeah. You know, I got Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster. I got uh, King Kong versus Godzilla, uh, Godzilla versus the Sea Monster, and the 84, like the first Heisei movie, all on VHS. Yeah. Like, in like my first visit there for a couple of bucks, brought them home, watched Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster. This was like right when fucking Monster Madness, the Godzilla-thon started with the James Rolfe, aka yeah. the Anger Video Game Nerd. Huge for um, both of us. Yeah. <laughs> yes, big big guy, big fella. Huge for like making me interested in Godzilla. Uh, but it wasn't like I would watch the movies as he would. It was like he started talking about them and then I just immediately like started watching them ahead of his schedule, you know, like he yeah. released an episode every single day, but like I would be like, Oh, let me get this movie. Let me let me watch this now and all that, but yeah, Ghidorah the Three Headed Monster. I watched it even as like a stupid ass, like eleven year old or twelve year old, however old. Uh, it was just like a re- revelatory thing to me. It's to me, it's like the perfect, exact Showa Godzilla movie that isn't the very first Godzilla movie. Yeah, because uh, that's kind of in a league of its own. Not to not to be too far up our asses. I mean, we love all this goofy show of shit. I oh, promise completely. you. But, like, but, you know, the first one just kind of has to stand on its own uh, in every yeah. category. You know, not just because it's dark. It's just good. And yeah. it's, you know, just historically different than everything else that, that comes. Yeah, it's and just like, different. Yeah, exactly. So, to me, like, this is the first time that... I, I don't know, like seeing the these monsters appear and them being like characters that are like attacking each other instead of like just being forces of nature for the first time. And then seeing like, you know, like scenes that happen towards the end of the movie, like all of that stuff that we've alluded to, like it's just so, it was so like mind blowing to me and I was so like into it and I was so into like the world that this like movie set up and like the idea of like monsters like you watching a movie because you like the monster and not because you want to see it defeated yeah yeah you know and then like that's why like that one uh, uh the monster prince episode of ultraman is so like yeah that makes perfect sense yeah you know being a fan of the monsters that was totally a thing by that point yeah completely uh, it, it is, oh man, uh, yeah, th- th- this, this film is going to really stand as like a pretty, I mean, it already does and stuff, but I guess in, in the canon of our watch through of, of all these Toho films and stuff, it's going to stand as like pretty big turning point for, uh, the way just everything is, is played out. Um, another thing that's awesome watching these in order and watching all of the, uh, Toho movies that not just ones with Godzilla in them. You can see like Mothra, 
and then like Mothra versus Godzilla is like Mothra two, and then this is yeah. like Mothra three. Yeah, almost because Mothra is still the most important monster and the most sympathetic. Out of all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ghidorah obviously is like the villain monster that needs to be defeated, and he's the name of the movie. Yeah, but, but like Mothra is still like the hero, like the one, like the hero, and I think that's awesome because she's just a fucking worm still oh, like dude, she hasn't yeah. grown to become a moth yeah and that, that's so like immediately you have this like sense of like oh this is a fucking underdog story yeah. of like this tiny little worm has to like either convince these two asshole monsters <laughs> that are just fucking fighting each other because they just bump into each other yeah to help her beat this monster that's going to destroy the world or like somehow beat it herself and right. that's just like genius yeah brilliant it, that's it's, such it's... a good fucking like emotional core yeah. of like this movie. And i mean it really only comes in in the third act but like right it's so good yeah uh that's kind of like my general opinions and my like history of the movie i've come back to this movie like all the time like i watched it like five or six times in a row as a kid on vhs tapes because i was just i was like that you know, yeah. you know how there are like kids that would just like when you're really young, you just rewatch the same movie over yeah. and over again, and then you kind of grow out of it. Well, I grew back into it for a brief period of time. <laughs> I watched. There was one day where I watched Ghostbusters three times in a row. Jesus, where because I watched, I watched it, I watched it with commentary on right. Uh, and then I watched it with my brother. B- so. Bustin really did make you feel good, huh? It did. That's a good movie. <laughs> it, no, uh, it fucking is. Like, it is. It is worth the hype. Ghostbusters is fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Ghostbusters, <laughs> good movie. Ghostbusters, for, yeah. Two two white people on on a podcast <laughs> are telling you right now. Ghostbusters is pretty fucking good. Um, oh yeah. So, so uh, do you want to get into the plot? It's not. It's going to. It's going to burst forth and just be like a super under, like, like open ended discussion. But I feel like there is yeah, some sure. structure to get through. Um, yeah. Um. I, I will. I will yeah. presage that with like some trivia because there is some like pretty right. interesting. Right. I, I trivia, almost forgot the structure of the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You know what? Uh, well. Just like Godzilla uh, or Toho in general, I mean, as we go on, we're evolving. So, we are, you know. Yes, it, we might not continue the same like linear structure every single episode. It might be different. So who knows? Who knows? But I do want to talk about some interesting trivia. And obviously, like a lot of this stuff, you know, a lot of the trivia I like to put in here because it's like fun to talk about and fun to joke about, and like inter- I think it's interesting for the to the listeners to hear it yeah but like we sometimes i can't cover everything no you know so like <laughs> please if you know something and you're like no, 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 uh, cover that you know it so yeah yeah there you go maybe <laughs> you're just maybe one day maybe one day if there's like enough people on like the patreon or something we could get like some people with like input or whatever and do like a special episode of just like all right tell us what we missed and then we'll just like talk about some, some dumb shit <laughs> And then we'll make fun of you so, being nerds and poindexters about <laughs> about monster <yeah>. movies. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the like one of the most interesting parts about the movie, because of how good it is, is that it was a rush job. Yeah. Um, it was like made in a couple months after Mothra vs. Godzilla. That's so insane. And I think that's why 
it's kind of a sequel to it. Yeah. I mean, it is literally a sequel to it. The one thing, one thing about it though, it fucked me up right off the bat is that like, there's a character that is almost exactly the same character played by the same actress yeah. in this movie that I thought was the same person until I started to realize, no, there there's differences. And then I looked it up and I'm like, no, it's just a character that looks and is dressed the same, but is a different person. <laughs> like yeah. the photographer lady right. from Mothra versus Godzilla is now a like that actress is a news reporter in this movie. Yeah. And then like her brother is a detective private eye guy who is like, you know, hired to be a bodyguard. Right. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah. But whatever. So that 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 is an interesting piece of trivia is that like same actress between both movies. I mean, I guess because she was just there, they were like, Yeah, okay. Uh, come back and do another movie for us. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, all, like almost identical outfits too, with like the newsboy cap and like sweater and everything. Uh, but yeah, different different characters. It isn't that much of a sequel where it's like literally following from the like no. aftermath of Mothra vs Godzilla. It's more of a like thematic yeah. sequel with like one weirdly dark thing that happened in between. Yeah, uh, the two movies. Yeah, so that's kind of glossed. That over. was. Yeah. That that Nikki kind of unfortunately predicted uh, in the previous episode. So. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> Didn't mean to. Yeah, yeah. There there was a moment where you said like, "Oh, this thing happened," and I thought this would happen. And I was like, well. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, but um, so Ghidorah, Ghidorah, big golden beastly sexy beast oh, we man. all love Ghidorah a long He's flowing a locks he, he was originally supposed to be green like dragons are what the fuck and you can you can still see on the poster for this movie like the Japanese poster they didn't finish painting the suit golden for the production still or for yeah. the production shot uh and he still has green heads what the hell so that's that's like really fascinating that like i believe it was ag superaya wanted to be green but then like somebody else on the staff was like no it'd be better if it was gold like that would Man. stand out more it's like no this will look like shit but whatever <laughs> you know do it fuck you and then like we all know Ghidorah. like you can't think of Ghidorah without thinking of a golden dragon yeah right you know, three-headed golden dragon so like yeah. Guess that person was right, but also, yeah, uh, fuck uh, you. <laughs> hot new fresh headcanon is that uh, Ghidorah is gold, but Ghidorah is like one of those like fake necklaces or fake like watches or whatever, <laughs> and it's like just just he just gets all green sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> he just needs it to be clean. Yeah, he just needs to be cleaned off. That's why he was green. It's all, it's all nasty. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good head. Yeah, there we go. I think we should ask. I think we should tell Toho uh, this, and then they should hire us for a movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly how it works, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, so yes, uh, the suit for Godzilla is the same. It's still the, the Mosu Goji mm-hmm. suit. This is the first time that they reused an exact suit from one movie to the next. That's because it's such a quick turnaround. Right. Uh, this will, Of course, they will reuse suits going forward and uh, uh like i said last time this suit was used for giras 
uh, in the Ultraman episode. Oh, we're a monster right. That, we're a monster that looks suspiciously like Godzilla, yeah. but with some yellow paint and a frill. You know, you're like, hmm, it looks a lot like Godzilla. It's because it was Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. It was this suit. Yeah, yeah. So this suit got a, it got a lot of action. It was in two movies in a yeah. row, and then it was uh, put a, put it away, and then they used it yeah. for Ultraman pro- later promptly, Ultraman, probably fucking yeah. destroyed it for Ultraman. Oh, yeah. Like, just just <laughs> put that motherfucker through its paces for that episode, because Jesus Christ, does not does not get a good rap in that yeah. episode. Anyway, sorry, go on. I mean, yeah, the, the the suit went through hell in the previous movie. There was like, you know, like <laughs> uh, our boy Haro Nakajima, he fucking fell and like yeah. crashed the suit's face into the ground and like broke its jaw. Yeah. And one scene like that was not planned. <laughs> uh, and then like got lit on fire. And, like, all this stuff, like all this terrible stuff that always happens. <laughs> and, uh, Haro Nakajima, yeah. poor guy. It's finally not yeah. suffering, and and, and he's uh, and he's nearly visible in in that last movie too, in Mothra versus Godzilla. There's like, uh, because of the uh, the like neck, the way it works, it has like yeah. those holes and stuff. You can kind of see him a little bit and be like, oh, hey, hey, dude, get a peek at him. <laughs> you can see the pain in his yeah. eyes uh, <laughs> as he... he wants out. He's. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah. The other big biggest point though is, you know, this was kind of a rush job, and like because of that, the producers were kind of able to like pressure Ishiro Honda into making this huge tonal shift in the series. Uh, you know, because the previous movie was like a lot more lighthearted, but Godzilla was still like a monster villain guy who right. was attacked by the military. Uh, but because there was like immediate backlash with that, they're like, we don't get, we don't care. We don't want to see this anymore. You know, uh, like that was taken out. And then they're like, people like Godzilla though. So like keep him in there and, and then make him fight this bigger, more badass monster. Uh, Honda was actually not okay with that. He wanted the monsters to continue to be like metaphors for war and not to be characters. Yeah. Like, he wanted them to just be, like, forces of nature or some type of, like, malicious entity that doesn't have, like, yeah. any kind of, like, compassion or thought on its own. And even, like, Mothra started that way uh, in the original Mothra. Right. And then now is, like, an actual, like, kind goddess that wants to help. Uh, so I think it's pretty interesting because, like, on one hand, I do agree with him. But yeah. it's kind of like that Gene Roddenberry thing where, like, he said... Oh, Star Trek, there can be no conflict between the members and the ship because it's a perfect right. civilization and we're in the future and we solved all our problems. And it's like, that's cool. However, that's also boring sometimes. Yeah. We do need some interpersonal conflict. And with this, like, I think it was the smart move. Somehow the execs were actually right in this yeah. one specific case that it was a better move to make it so the monsters had yeah. character rather than just continue to be like white horror movies because like we've made it through the dregs. So many of those movies are like the monsters are either just in there, just slapped in there for like no reason yeah. or like are just kind of the same monster over and over again. Even in movies we like, like Rodan, like Rodan isn't that much of like a, a 
a memorable thing other than like he flies really fast and kills people yeah. by flying over them really fast. Uh, I guess. So. <laughs> like, uh, uh, oh man, like if they were going to make, if they were going to keep making so many of these movies every year, uh, a big change did have to happen, uh, or else mm-hmm. they would have had to just make one final, you know, monster movie to kind of just end it. Uh, because yeah. yeah, if they were just going to keep doing this and stuff, I think the, the decision was right because holy shit, I didn't even think about the fact that the army didn't do anything in this film until, yeah. until you just said it. And I thought, and I had the biggest, like, Oh, thank God. <laughs> I, thought, and my, I was like, Oh man, finally a film where I don't have to watch the like, like tanks, just go off for like five <laughs> whole minutes uninterrupted. I love, I, I love you, AG, but you were going damn nuts with that shit for years. Yeah. Just unpro just, you know, Oh man. Yeah. No, I'm so, I'm so happy. They made that change. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Cause in the last movie, it felt like, come yeah. on, really? Like all the fucking scenes with the military. Yeah. I'm like, all right, just get out. on. With- I think that's what people are kind of talking about when they like complain about like, Oh, nobody cares about the human plot. Yeah. Cause like, in Mothra vs. Godzilla, I did totally care about like I did, the yeah. main characters and like the villains, what they were up to and everything. And in this movie, uh, they did a really good job too. But it was like it's nice that the like only thing we things that we have to worry about are like monsters fucking things up and this main the main plot is still like yeah. purely focused on uh this one very specific thing so you know what why don't we stop fucking around why don't we just get <laughs> right into it and start talking about the plot uh like i said i actually didn't take any notes for this episode i'll say yeah uh it's because i i just kind of know this movie uh to heart and right. i just kind of want to talk about it very broadly but i do want to uh, talk about the the plot right in some more detail uh before we like get into like our favorite bits so well, I guess I'm not going to talk about it. Nikki, do you yeah, yeah. want to uh, to start it off and then like we can, you know, yeah. we can go back and forth about like certain plot points, depending on if you can't remember something. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Knocking it back and forth like a rock. Oh, you know, like in, oh, late, in man. a later I, scene I, in this movie. I have so much to say about the rocks. <laughs> I have so much to say. Uh, so so uh, we we begin with uh, with with a reporter. Uh, uh, I believe her name was Nalco. I try to keep I try to keep note of yes. this, but it's so hard. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, she she's attending like a like a session uh, to to watch out for UFOs, and then like it's it's a, like immediately like undercut with humor of just like oh well they're not showing up because you don't believe in them, and it's like what? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like what are you talking about? And so and then uh, immediately uh, just there's a, like a meteor storm. They're like oh fuck, it's just meteors and everything, and then you know nothing comes of it then we like really quickly like hard quick cut like uh uh switch over to this other country where uh there's there's this princess uh uh salno uh of of uh, of, of a fictional country called Selgina, and uh she is making like this unplanned trip over to, to japan and uh in the midst of that behind the scenes there's there's like people i believe like aides of hers or something or just are just like all right we gotta fucking kill her 
So, you know, we're yeah, going we're gonna, yeah. to set off this plane. We're going to have it, you know, blow up while she's, while she's uh, en route, everything. And then uh, everything is going to plan. She's on the plane. It is going to blow up en route and stuff. But she suddenly, uh, with the meteors passing by, gets possessed uh, and jumps off the plane right before it blows up. And uh, then we don't see her uh, for, for a little bit. Uh, before we uh, switch over to Nalco's brother, uh, who is a uh, detective assigned to protect the princess that we were just introduced to. Um, hmm. And then I was immediately like, yeah, you're, you're assigned there, but like, she's fucking Yeah, 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 now, but, but so. she totally just <laughs> fucking blew up and ate shit. So, you know. Yeah, uh, and he's like, ah, yeah, shit, yeah. that sucks. Yeah, so I guess you're just dicking around for, for a minute here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then um, uh, uh, Nalco just kind of uh, uh, starts hanging around with this uh, with this professor, uh, and uh, they're they're going up uh, this mountain to investigate the large ass fucking meteor, and it's got like magnetic waves and shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, like me- all meteors do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pulsating. Yeah, pulsating, doing weird shit. Uh, and it, it, I don't know, it just looks like a weird ass egg or whatever. Mm, I wonder. Yeah, mm, I wonder if it's incubating something. Mm. Uh, but, yeah. um, but then everything just kind of switches course, uh, in the film and both of our protagonists, uh, both the, the brother and sister are focused on the, uh, princess who is now, uh, kind of positioning herself as like a prophet almost saying, yeah, saying that yeah. she is from Venus and that she is, uh, warning people of, of a great calamity that's coming. And uh, the first calamity of which uh, ends up coming true in the form of Rodan emerging from this mountain. And uh, yep. there's a kind of, I hate to say, kind of funny scene of this guy, like, taking a picture by the fucking big old, like, crater and stuff uh, next to the mountain, uh, next to the volcano. And uh, his hat falls down it. And then this dude's like, hey, uh, uh, give me 700 yen and i'll go down there and, and, and like and like that was already immediately like, funny because like 700 yen at least today is like seven bucks it's like damn you yeah. you only want seven dollars to go down this <laughs> to go down this fucking like steep ass cliff that like nearly like 90 degree into fucking drop right into a volcano to pick up this fucking hat <laughs> right and yeah and then, and then he lowers it down he has no self-worth whatsoever and goes no you know what 500 <laughs> it down to like 200 yeah, 500 you know what no 200 yen you know i'll, I'll go for 200 it's like two dollars you only need two fucking dollars uh, so then he goes down, he, he goes down for the hat and then fucking, uh, I'll pay you. Just let me go down there. <laughs> I'll pay you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he goes down there to go get the fucking hat and then, and then, uh, oh, oh, we start seeing some, seeing some Rodan toes wiggling. Uh, I think, Ooh, yeah. I think there is. Whose toes are those? <laughs> oh, whose toes are those? Who's that great ape? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um <laughs> sorry. Um, but, uh, so yeah, it's it's Rodan. He's uh, he he bursts out of the mountain and uh, just starts going ham. Starts doing his Rodan thing, which yep. is uh, just fl- flying, flying over, over things and... really fast, and people die. Uh, yeah, and, yep. And and then roofs. Oh, like he is a fucking menace, oh. menace to roofs everywhere. Yeah. Rodan, man, it gave it gave me some good nostalgia. It was fun to see Rodan again 
uh, because oh yeah, for sure. Because I was like, oh man, I missed all the jokes that we made about him. Just like every scene just ended with somebody dying <laughs> and then cutting to like the aftermath of like people investigating. Be like, we don't know how they oh, died. Fuck, how did they uh, die? It was like every every single scene in Rodan. Yeah, uh, and. It gave me it gave me those flashbacks because like Rodan's always bursting out of fucking volcanoes. Yeah. He's always killing people, like couples that are like taking pictures. <laughs> oh man, you yeah, no, this totally is Rodan does like yeah. he has very specific targets yeah, in yeah. mind. Um and uh fucking like no, I, I also Rodan's got a hot new suit in this movie. He looks great. Yep. He looks great. Looks very yeah, cute. Yeah. He has big old cute anime. Yeah, eyes. he's this cute little chicken. Uh, fucking love him. Yep. Uh, so then this kind of moves on, and uh, I believe it may have been right before this Rodan scene and stuff. But uh, there's also like this TV broadcast of like yeah, this. Yeah, I really like of that. like this misconnection show, um, which I think, by the way, uh, like there's a like a similar show like that is referenced in Yakuza Zero by chance uh, yeah. in in a very big plotline twist thing, but. Uh, I didn't really think about that until I was watching the movie, and I was like, "Oh yeah, hold on, Yakuza. Hmm. <laughs> that that really <laughs> is a thing." Before, yeah. before you continue yeah. uh, with that, like the setup for that scene, I actually really like because, oh, it, yeah. you know, you see like the two main characters like at home, like hanging out with their mom. Right. Uh, it's a very like I don't know. I just like really nice domestic scenes. Oh yeah. Like in between all this, because like and they're both dicks know, to movies... each other. Like, and it's so good. Yeah. 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 Movies like Atragon or whatever, like, do spare no time for, like, actually developing the characters in this way. Yeah. Like, letting you feel the humanity uh, in them, you know? Right. So, like, yeah, are these the most beautiful, well-defined characters of all time? No, but, like, the we love the original Godzilla so much because it has so much downtime. Yeah. There's so much, like, people, like, reacting to current events and, like, talking to each other. And, like, yeah. we get to read the mood of things going forward um so it is really great to have like a bunch of weird shit happen at the beginning these two different characters and then they like connect over it in some way you know they're like antagonistic siblings of course yeah uh (laughs) even though they're like 30 years old uh, (laughs) and then like it's just really fun to be like you know sitting on a kotatsu fucking being like oh yeah mom's program is on let's watch yeah You know, and then it's like, yeah, it's just a cheesy, like, you know, talk show type thing where they bring on kids and then they bring on the Shobi Gene. Right. And then they like, <laughs> they sing a very long song as they <laughs> always do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and we get, and we get to see Mothra who looks like a weird wrinkly dog. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Just a weird wrinkly um, dog. Kind of, kind of like a turd a little bit too. Like, like, yeah, and we, and oh yeah, we learn like, we keep saying Mothra, but people who are listening to this chronologically are like, weren't there two at the end of <laughs> Mothra vs. Godzilla? Well, apparently one of them just died yeah. with no explanation. They're just like, yeah, unfortunately, one of the Mothras died, but there's still another one yeah, left. So I, I, there you go. I know this will never get answered because they didn't care, right? But, like, how? <laughs> I want to know. Is <laughs> so, it like... Was it like a super mundane ass, like like it ate chocolate or something, or, or uh, like or like it, it got hit by a car? Like what happened? Like what? It was just like a pet. 
or like 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 what happened to it it's a fucking mothra <laughs> it was just born yeah it was just born earlier that year like that's sad no, that's really it, and sad. it's also like so. but also those babies were fucking badasses that they woke up from birth and the first thing they did was kick godzilla's ass so like yeah so it, to kill that it, it, jesus yeah gee it reminds me of like there's a planet earth 2 episode yeah where it's like about how like there's these lizards on this island that are that they basically are like born surrounded by snakes <laughs> like hundreds Fuck. of snakes and they are born and the first thing that they do the second they reach consciousness is have to run for their fucking lives up a cliff away from all these snakes oh my god and then they spend and then they spend the rest of their life sitting on a rock waiting for waves to hit them oh dude and it's like that that reminds me of like oh yeah the the baby mothers woke up and immediately engaged in cover shooter combat (laughs) uh with godzilla total (laughs) gears of war shit with their fucking their fucking web spinners they're 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 officially licensed spider-man 2 web spinners uh and yeah so yeah so mothra's introduced rodan shows up and then like the second that the shobijin the the twin fairies are about to go back yeah to their uh, to infant island the uh the princess possessed by possessed by or is perhaps yeah uh the venetian person is like no, don't don't go on that yeah. boat. Bad shit's gonna don't happen if do you get it. on that boat. And I'm like, and I'm like, I know what exactly bad thing will happen with a boat in these movies. So uh-huh. yeah, smarter than like if you're on a boat and somebody is like, mm, yeah, we'll be fine. You're never gonna no. be fine because Godzilla will show yeah. up. That's what happened in Matango. They just didn't show it. Yeah, they, got, they just didn't show Godzilla. Uh, but he was there. Oh man! I'm deciding right now. Oh, that, that's yeah. that's another. This is that's a good episode for Ted Cannons. Is that is that, yeah. is that Matongo <laughs> is just survivors of a Godzilla attack prolonging their own death. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, Godzilla fucking hates ships, doesn't he? Huh? I haven't really thought about yeah, that too yeah. much. But he really just does not fucking fuck with boats whatsoever. Yeah. Every time he sees a bunch of like happy drunk rich people on a yacht. It's like fuck this shit. You know what? And then Fucking just... relatable, relatable, big time, <laughs> big time. I also say fuck this shit and then crush them immediately and light them on fire with my nuclear breath. I also do that. My name is Jonathan Dunn, and I'm inviting you to listen to Our Three Cents, a weekly podcast where myself and two of my very best gaming chums are counting down our top 100 favourite video games of all time. For all the episodes and information, check out our website, www.our3cents.co.uk. Hey everybody, this is Andrew from Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and we are proud to be the latest addition to the Greenlit Podcast Network. If you're a superhero fan, our show will put your knowledge to the test. Did you know Tim Burton almost made a Batman musical? Or how Superman almost had a love story with his own cousin? That's disgusting. But it's true. We cover it all, mixing clips with commentaries, sketches, and impersonations. So tune in to Superhero Stuff You Should Know, available on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube, and everywhere you get your podcasts.
<laughs> fucking assholes. Um, but uh, <laughs> I, I like the scene where Godzilla showed up because it wasn't just Godzilla, but there, there were a bunch of like whales too that were like, oh fuck, we gotta get the fuck away oh, from yeah, yeah, Godzilla yeah. that were just like swimming away from Godzilla. I thought that was really yeah, yeah. cool to be like, look, these things are running from this thing. Also, and it, like whales are like the biggest, most badass thing yeah. in the ocean, but like Godzilla. He's not just a whale. He's a whale gorilla. Yeah, well, yeah. I was also so. gonna say like also kind of a funny like weird visual pun too. Just like oh man, Ku- yeah. Gojira. No, not them. Gojira. You know, <laughs> like it's good. Oh, and speaking of gorillas, uh, considering scenes that happen later, I have a theory about a specific mm. gorilla that we all might know and love, mm. uh, and his perhaps connection Donkey to Donkey Kong. One. So yeah, yes, Donkey <laughs> Kong. <laughs> And Diddy oh, show oh, up shit. and defeat Ghidorah. Yeah. And then Optimus Primal from Beast Wars also. Sh- <laughs> We're just going to start naming gorillas right now. Mighty Joe Young. Uh, uh, <laughs> every, every single, yeah. yeah. The, Sugriva shows yeah, up. Sugriva, every... uh, the, the, the super smart, like, friendly gorilla from uh, Georgia the Jungle that, like, speaks English. And... Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so after that... Um, well, okay, aside... Okay, on the other side of that stuff, there's also the fact that the assassins of the princess are like, wait a minute, this princess didn't fucking die. And so they're... Yeah. <laughs> this Venus person must be like, wait, she's the princess. And they're they're very smart about it, yeah. too. They're like, no, no, no. We can't just fucking kill a random person on the, like, assumption that she somehow survived a plane crash. Right okay <laughs> we gotta make sure like they have to they're like making 100 percent sure that she's the princess before they yeah kill. yeah um and uh uh but at the same time too there's there's also the uh 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 the detective is like hey this uh this person claiming to be a venetian looks a whole lot like the princess uh and yeah. uh so there's kind of like these paths converging and at the same time, there's paths converging in the monster world. Uh, there's a lot of parallels in the storylines of both the humans and the monsters in this film, and I really like it. Uh, where, uh, yeah, um, yeah, th- th- there's there's uh, paths converging where the 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 detective and the uh, assassins are all trying to go after this princess, and uh, they're not really going for anything. But but Godzilla and Rodan converge and start just fucking just just pissed off at each other just just fucking fighting each other and uh yeah being assholes <laughs> territory it, it reminds me of godzilla and Angerus in the oh movie, yes you know where like they just encounter each other and they're just like rabid dogs fucking yeah, yeah. Fighting, except for this is quite a bit more uh like there's more personality to yeah. this uh in that like they literally were just like animals that were fighting and just happened to fuck up osaka whereas like this is like you know, oh, they're they're fighting and causing all this destruction, but it's more like a personal like. For some reason, they're just pissed at each other. Yeah, because like, I was like, "Fuck this guy." Yeah, fuck him. It, it's, it's... And Rodan's like, "You know what? Fuck you." <laughs> so. And like, 
Oh god, there are just so many just like funny little moments and like their their <laughs> tussle. Like I love I love Rodan like pecking at Godzilla, just like hitting him like with his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love the the hand puppets yeah. in that scene. You know, the like it looks so goofy but so funny uh, too. I, like Godzilla looks like a little cookie yeah. monster it, uh, when he's yeah. <laughs> getting pecked. It, it it also feels like uh uh it's intentional that it's kind of goofy and funny. And so, like, oh, like, like it really, yeah. like, uh, it kind of has the energy of like two real ornery bastards, like at a bar, like they're just like too drunk, <laughs> and there's like they're just fighting each other, yeah. and everyone's just kind of like amused by it because they're just because they're both assholes, so like no one's picking a side. There's like, oh man, look at these two dicks, you know? Uh, but uh, yeah, but yeah, no, um, I will say the uh, uh, uh the the assassin plotline thing does really, really escalates uh quite a bit uh especially because um so the the princess ends up going and like hanging out with uh uh the detective and they end up taking her to like a psychiatrist uh who um who who, like he determines he's like okay yeah this lady is totally just like from earth i don't know what's going on here with with the with the weird prophet stuff and uh they start trying to like learn a lot more about her while the uh, uh the assassins are are coming toward and uh there's like this really funny moment where uh uh there's like this big boardroom thing and there's this like it's like the only real like time you get like political figures in the movie where like one guy like this is like yeah. literally yelling at the cabinet and it's like what are you gonna do <laughs> there's monsters <laughs> everywhere it's so- so there's two fucking monsters fucking each other <laughs> yeah, up. Ghidorah yeah. shows up. Yeah, yeah, Ghidorah up, shows up, hatches know? out of the damn egg, and like fucks fucks up all the yeah the in folks. a fucking awesome oh, like yeah. fiery like electricy explosion shows up, uh, destroys yet another pagoda. So that's four mm. that are destroyed now. So right there you go. Remember, keep the pagoda. Count. <laughs> he fly. He just flies over it like Rodan, yeah. and then it just falls to yeah. pieces. So. It has to be like an intentional right. running gag at this point that like we just keep fucking up this one elaborate building. <laughs> yeah. And like uh uh and god yeah, it's just so fucking sick and the Ghidorah suit looks so good. Yeah. I I yeah. love it. And, and yeah, so we're discussing monsters. Let's discuss this monster. Yeah, it's a, a good bit. monster. Big uh, big fan. So, yeah, we like yeah, big fan of Ghidorah. Uh I think my favorite parts of Ghidorah that are so like they're kind of lost to time now. I like that he has like yeah, hair. Yeah, so good. To me, that's like a that's a weird like that's a cool touch because it makes him more like a, a Chinese dragon. Yeah, you know. Uh, and then I really, really I love how gaudy and golden he is. I like that he shoots electricity instead of like fire or anything. Uh, and I love love his weird cry, like his weird roar. It sounds like nothing else that you've ever. Yeah, before. it sounds like a, a radar or sonar yeah, like or a, something like that. It's like really, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so like weird and like otherworldly. It's <laughs> and when you expect this thing to be like a badass, yeah. like monstrous dragon, like we've seen in the past, like you know our good friend Manja from Africon, right. uh, who I mean, okay, he wasn't that badass, but he was like a big dragon. Um, and to have like this weird, like creepy, giggling roar instead yeah. of like something that's like a monster just like kind of roar it's it immediately p- 
puts this thing in like the realm of like this is a weird yeah. alien monster. It, it, it's so um, weird and like uh, unnatural for like a beast to have that like Ultraman just straight up takes that sound and like uses it for the communicator sound, where where, yeah. where it sounds more natural, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, but, exactly. But, yeah. yeah, and then um, I I really like like three heads. That's such an awesome thing. And the fact that they're like bumping into each other oh, all the time. Man, I know yeah. that that's because it's hard to fucking control the suit and the puppet. Right. Uh, do the puppetry at the same time, probably. Yeah. But it just adds so much like realism to it of like, oh yeah, something with big three long necks probably would constantly like be bumping into yeah. itself. So that, there, there's a lot of cool, like, uh, there's something really cool and humble about how goofy and dumb Ghidorah is while also being bar none the most powerful badass most villainous monster you know like like it's just it's just really cool that it like even even the most badass thing whatever has to have like some amount of like weird human goof to it uh it's great can't get enough um yeah love that guy so uh so yeah, the, the, this guy is just, like, straight up, like, screaming at the cabinet members. It's like, fuck! Fuck, God! There's three! There's three <laughs> monsters! And, so, and the cabinet... I like the cabinet... Like, the, the Secretary of Defense is just like, yeah, um, we're gonna, like, really try super hard. And I don't know, is, is this a really funny-ass move? Like, like <laughs> scene to me? Because it's completely yeah. the... Di- it's completely the opposite of what your usual, uh army scenes are in this movie so we just have the secretary of defense just like yeah we're gonna like try our best but like look look you don't want us to use an atomic bomb on it do you and everyone's like no no don't <laughs> it's like all right then you know we're, i guess we'll just fucking hope for the best and, so, and, and then like and then it just kind of moves on and uh uh th- th- there's well before that well, like... well i was gonna say i was just gonna mention that there's like a uh there's like a news broadcast thing where like they're talking to the reporter and uh uh they like ask her like about the venetian <laughs> and and she's like oh yeah she's right over here and then like the all the assassin guys see it on tv and they're like yes <laughs> so, like, like, let's, Fuck let's yeah. go so, like they lucked out so hard sorry go on with what you were saying though i just <laughs> but, had to mention that well, well i was saying like during that cabinet scene thankfully they uh were like hold on we have a very special guest here today and then bring on the twin fairies and oh, they're like right. And they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, we can get Mothra. And they're like, well, I don't think just Mothra can handle three monsters at once. Yeah. But hey, man, we'll try. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, they sing for 100 minutes. And then <laughs> uh, and then Mothra shows up. Oh, OK. Just it, it doesn't have that much screen time. But yes, Infinite Island is still racist. <laughs> yeah, Moving yeah. On. Uh, <laughs> still, still racist, but like, I really like that it takes until the song is over for Mothra to start going. To me, that's like really yeah. funny that like she's like, here's the song. And like, normally it'd be like, oh, of course, like, I hear this song and that means I should be yeah. going. And like, the rest of it plays like while she's on the way. <laughs> but there really is just like three minutes of Mothra just like looking back and forth listening to the twin fairies singing she, her, like her theme song she, she's movie, like which isn't as she's like which isn't as yeah. good as like the previous ones but like you know. she, she's like literally like bobbing her head like like like, she, yeah, she, like she's bumping to it. it she's bumping to it. she's like yeah this is a bop 
And so like, like uh, uh, I like to imagine she's just like, I don't know, she, she's she's just fucking getting ready. Like she, she's she, she's trying to find her keys. She's trying to just like you know, just like doing all this mundane shit. And so she's like, God, you know, she's taking her time because like, look, she's not. And then she still needs to walk there yeah. the whole way. Like she still needs to swim across the ocean and like. Yeah. I don't know. There's it, like her bobbing her head to the music. It, it reminds me of the um, like very old Tumblr video. Uh, this is really nested. So I hope you guys. Oh yeah. Are invested in your old Tumblr war, <laughs> uh, but of like where it's a guy like playing a guitar, right? And then the video is just a dog, and the dog is like panting and nodding its head when the guy's playing the guitar. And then the <laughs> second he stops, it like looks towards him with like a scowl and then he starts playing the guitar again yeah <laughs> and it's like nodding its head and panting <laughs> that's my yeah, yeah. listening to this song um i was uh, also gonna say like one thing that they kind of just uh totally i don't know i feel like they should have mentioned to the the japanese cabinet here uh when they're like they're like oh yeah maybe mothra can help and everything is that they're like they should have just been like hey guys you do know that like Mothra is like a like a caterpillar right now, right? Like Mothra is not like the big old flying moth right now. And it's like I just want to let you guys know that yeah. that that Mothra is not it's not like the cool Mothra right now. It's literally it's just a caterpillar. Like 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 we and we can't like make her become the the moth. Like it, it like it's just kind of just she's just a caterpillar right now. And you want you want her to fucking yeah. fuck up a giant space dragon? All right, cool um <laughs> and godzilla and yeah, Rohan. like right. they planned to use mothra to fight all of them <laughs> uh like which would have been quite the feat uh with mothra just on her own especially yeah. because her sibling sibling died tragically within a couple months after his birth so jesus yeah uh, yeah. but uh uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh right before we get to the actual big you know uh main event uh battle uh best scene in the movie all that stuff uh i i do want to mention just kind of uh as the uh as the kind of assassin princess plot line starts to like wind down and everything is that like there's this also like other great scene of like um and this like really kind of made my eyeballs jump out of my fucking head and so it was uh the scene where the uh the cop is like talking to the psychiatrist and they've got like uh, uh, they've got the princess kind of just sat down and everything. They're trying to like probe some information out of her because this all all this Venetian shit. Like it may be like weird and kind of just all in her head, but she's like pulling some real prophecies out and stuff and everything. So they're trying to get some information out of yeah. her. And psychiatrist is like, "All right, well, why don't we try shock treatment?" And I went shock treatment, and so like, like <laughs> and and the and the detective doesn't go shock treatment. He goes, "Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah all right, yeah. yeah." And so and then. And, and there's this great scene where, like, he's like, all right, I want you to go over to the other room and set the voltage at, like, 500, all right? But any more than that and she dies. And as he's saying that, the luckiest assassins in the world up to this point walk in as he's saying that into the into the, the house. And they hear him in the other room go, all right, any higher than 500 and she's dead. And so, <laughs> so then he, Detective Guy goes out there and turns it to 500. And everyone's all hiding and stuff. Then he goes into the other room. And then immediately the guy's like, all right, I know what to do. And he turns it all the fucking way. And, <laughs> and then... Yeah, like the 20,000. Yeah. And, like... and then while fucking like there's all this like tension of just like oh my god they're going to electrocute the ever-loving shit out of this girl 
and so and and then like <laughs> like as everything is happening fucking rodan and, and godzilla are fighting and godzilla just absolutely eats shit on a giant fucking electrical like transformer and stuff and just <laughs> knocks the power out right before they press it it's the funniest shit ever yeah he Rodan, Rodan fucking lifts him up and drops him a dick first into an electrical tower. He takes... Godzilla takes so much penis punishment in this movie. This is this is Godzilla's fucking cock and ball torture film. Like, he's just fucking... <laughs> <laughs> like a multiple times gets electrocuted in the balls oh, no. from different sources. So. I, I need, I need, a, I need one of those meme pictures. I need to be Ghidorah and and Rodan being like, "Honey, it's time for your dick flattening." And Godzilla's going, "Okay, honey, your your dick, your dick electrocution, <laughs> dick electrocution, Nani." Um, oh fuck, but uh, so yeah, the, so they uh. <laughs> Um, uh, shit goes crazy. Everyone has like a big old like shootout and stuff because the 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 cop knows the the assassins are there and everyone misses. No one can shoot a gun, uh, and or aim it. <laughs> everyone misses. Everybody. No one gets shot. And then the assassins just like book it. And as they're booking it, like <laughs> Ghidorah happens to a mountain and then they get crushed. And then like one guy leaves. Uh, and then yeah. as all the other people are running away and stuff and they go and observe some stuff, I'm kind of overlapping some stuff so we can just talk about the monsters for the rest of the movie. Uh, yeah, of course. So, yeah, so then like the cop ends up going to a different direction to find, uh, the, uh, princess. And then there's like, kind of like a sniper shootout thing, which is like a pretty cool set piece where, uh, uh, good old cop guy gets shot a couple times, uh, while trying to protect the princess and the princess gets literally grazed in the fucking head with a bullet but like grazed so yeah. it doesn't so it doesn't kill her because it just like hits her kind of a little bit on the skull but it doesn't it doesn't kill her it's just the shock of the bullet makes her like just completely snap out of it and is just like fine so and she's like <laughs> uh what's going on and he's like oh i'm protecting you i'm a detective and that that guy's trying to kill you and so and then and then he gets <laughs> and then they don't kill the guy the guy just the assassin just the final assassin just gets fucking crushed by boulders and by boulders i mean like a million boulders because it, it is <laughs> yeah, like, it is a lot of fucking rocks that falls on this guy like just an unreal amount of rocks yeah there's a lot of rocks yeah yeah movie. this like... this movie man it cannot but uh, so that kind of wraps that up, and uh, uh, we'll get to the ending of the movie when we get there and stuff. But that kind of wraps up that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, and so, <laughs> and one yeah. thing I, I do want to mm-hmm. point out that um, I should have mentioned mm. that is interesting. I got uh, interesting trivia right. is that um, uh, the actress who plays the the princess slash Venetian lady, right. like she would later be in uh, "You Only Live Twice," the James oh. Bond movie. And and apparently was also in episode five of Ultraman, which was the one with the flower, which was not very good. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, unfortunately, right? But like I was like, oh yeah, that's her. Yeah, it, it, when I thought about it, that, if, so. if for so, for some reason, if you had asked me to guess which Ultraman episode she was in, uh, I actually would not have guessed that one. I would have guessed the uh, episode seven, the one where they like go to like some like Egyptian esque. 
uh, country for like a minute, and like there's like Noah. There's like oh no, there's some weird. Uh, uh, it's also it's also <laughs> there's the biblical. Yeah, yeah, Noah. yeah. The, like this. Bi- no, no, no. Not not that Noah. It's like it. Yeah. Know, but, 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 there's some weird. There's some weird alternate episodes. So that was, you you could have asked me to guess, and I would just wouldn't have never have guessed episode five. But that's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, um, so, so let's talk about these monsters. So, yeah, let's let's discuss all of them. So, so Mothra trying to convince Rodan and Godzilla that it's that's a good idea to work together to fight Ghidorah is one of the most important scenes in the entire like Godzilla series or in in the entire like. It, this it really it's seriously it, it is this is monumental it is funny as shit and genuinely just a, a joy to watch i i was watching yes. with my brother and we were like almost in tears laughing uh <laughs> but also this does so much for characterizing monsters that literally no other monster film since this can really go back to how it used to be almost because Ultraman like starts right. And we keep talking about Ultraman, but Ultraman is so closely related to Toho, at least in the sixties that like, it's kind of hard to not mention, but Ultraman like pretty much begins with the assumption that monsters act as they do like they would in, in this movie and the, the movies onward that they are characters with, with their own mental faculties that communicate with each other uh, they speak monster, you know, like, like, like yeah. and, and th- there's this, like this weird kinship that is like really just genuinely fucking cool. And I love everything about this. I love how Godzilla and Rodan are completely characterized as oafs and idiots. And <laughs> the, the whole like bit of like Mothra being like, Hey, come on. Like, like we share the same earth as the humans. Like, 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 look, like, like we got to protect this place too, and you know, like the humans are all gonna die if 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 Ghidorah gets gets his way. And then Godzilla and Rodan are like, "Oh, the humans are fucking bullies, though." Yeah, fuck the humans. Because <laughs> I don't like them. No, that I love that. I love how petulant yeah. and childish it is. That it's not like, oh, these guys are destroying the earth, and you know, like right. like it was in the yeah. last movie where like Mothra didn't want to help at first because she's like, no. I've seen that the horrors of humanity and I do not want to yeah. help. It's like, they don't even understand that. They're just like, these humans piss us yeah, off. Yeah, they're it, just bullying yeah, us. Yeah, like, they're God. just fucking like, ow, like the, like them getting shot at by rockets and shit. is just like annoying yeah. to them to the point where they consider it just bullying. Yeah. Yeah. Is That's really funny. And that really like, yeah, of course it does like diminish the, uh, like, allegory value and the like high artness or whatever but who cares it's just funny it's just really good and entertaining and also like i I just feel like it's interesting like i feel like it's important to state that this is like now a decade since the original film and they have and they have been making movies yearly this had to move the needle had to move and they had to move what the moral center of godzilla was and now they're kind of teetering it to like more of a heroism good versus evil type story with these kind of just weird numbskulls like like you know (laughs) just kind of 
bumping heads together and, and miraculously yeah. saving the earth. And like, I mean, there's, oh God, yeah. I don't know. Just there's so many, good, there's so much good stuff. Please go on. Well, I would say there, there's a lot of physical comedy, like right before oh. that, like the volley, the volleyball match with rocks. The fucking like, rocks. Godzilla's weird. Godzilla's weirdly like all about rocks. In yeah. This no, like, okay. Like he never uses the atomic breath against Ghidorah. Yeah, like, like he uses it a couple of times against Rodan, but like he's just throwing rocks to the point where I'm like, did they mean to have King Kong here? Yeah. Because that seems like something he would do. Like he was throwing a shit ton of rocks. Yeah. Like is Godzilla's ultimate move throwing rocks at people now? Yeah, like, like that. I don't. I mean, I don't mind. It's it's funny, but like it's so funny. You know, it's so it's so <laughs> but funny. like yeah, he throws a rock. At Rodan, they're just like knocking it back and forth and like yelling at each other, and it like cuts between, quickly cuts between them and like Mothra, like looking back and forth. It's just so, it's so God. funny, and, and, and like, <laughs> and then she just gets pissed off. Is like, no, stop, and then like spits silk at them, and like it spits silk at Godzilla, and Rodan's like, oh, you fucking asshole, and then like he gets silk spit in his face and then Godzilla like loses his mind like 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 laughs holds his his belly sits down is holding his belly and laughing his dick off like 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 him getting sprayed with silk was the funniest thing he'd ever seen in his entire life like it's it's so perfect I cannot express to you how much this just does how much this just kills me it just does it for me so much it's such a perfect scene uh, it is, oh my god! And then, and then, like, like, but there's also like tiny little things. Like, I thought it was personally funny that that Mothra, like, I don't know, she's like, she almost has like a, a class president energy, where she's like, yes, you know, yep. where where she's like, no, guys, this is how it has to be. As I mean, like, because like, there's that scene where like she just like inches <laughs> herself because she's a dumb caterpillar inches herself up to like a bit of a, like like not even higher than where Godzilla and Rodan are standing but just a bit of a higher ledge so she can have like a podium <laughs> to speak at you know yeah. oh, it's like, so, like, it's so, it's so cute, cute and funny as fuck like just it's it's so much of the tiny characterization things that they do that like it has to be intentional like like this can't this can't have been just like oh no we're making a serious film here like no they were making like a yeah, great no, like action comedy, you know, uh, and and yeah, centering I, I their, think, their monsters around it. Yeah, I, I think it was like at first I was like, okay, this doesn't have like a, a big social commentary yeah. like the previous Mothra movies yeah. did. But I didn't mind that because like I was really engaged with the whole uh, like the princess and the assassin plot yeah. line, and then like the stuff with the monsters is just you know in the third act is just so good yeah. that it's like. I mean, I guess the biggest message here is, like, you have these, like, big, larger-than-life creatures that can do good, but refuse to do good because they're so petty. And the, like, the only, like, way that they'll budge is when they see one of their own, like, in harm's way. Right. You know, so, like, there's that there. Uh, Ishir Honda actually did speak out and say that, like, because a lot of people at the time are like, oh, did you make Ghidorah based on, like japan's fears for like nuclear annihilation via china and like the communist threat there and he's like no absolutely not yeah he's just a big dragon i based him off of yamato no orochi from like old japanese folklore he's just a big strong dragon you know 
Like, so, like, this is one time where he's like, no, there was no allegory yeah, there. The, uh, uh, I, I, like, the big thing I think that this movie does more than anything else, and which I think is a valid thing, right? Like, not everything has to have this huge sweeping moral message or whatever. I feel like it's very good to, like, have a point, right? But sometimes, especially when you're 10 years deep into a yearly series, uh... I feel like it's just as valid to start playing with structure and that being the point of the film, right? And 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 yeah. the whole point really here is to shift and move everything and twist it to 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 twist Godzilla into something different. Uh and and not worse. You know, like it, it is I, I I think there's something to be said here, and I feel like it's a point people have made before. It's not an original take of mine, right? But I do think that there's something really, really cool and really worthwhile with Godzilla becoming comedic and becoming a hero rather than being this, you know, monster as yeah. he is in the original film. And I think that that, like, is a very big cultural step in owning trauma and transforming it into something that can be used as, uh, uh, as, as, like joy yeah, like yeah, as, as protecting like here's this monster right. that was like destroying right. us and it was supposed to be like oh yes yeah. yeah, so he's destroying like this country that like sent us yeah it, it's it's a, it's yeah. appropriating the things that were made to hurt you that that represent what hurts you and turning it into something that is that is just truly just joyous and and fun and and yeah uh that is a super valid thing and it's something and this is a very important point, something that literally only Japan and only Toho and only even Ishiro Honda could have done to the series. Because if it was yes. by another director, if it was by a different studio, if it was by fucking Hollywood, God forbid, that like made this change for Godzilla, it would be bastardizing it. It would be completely different. And that's not like a double yeah. standard thing that just is how it is. Uh, th that's just... You know, like like you're just not able to do that for another entire culture, for another for for an another entire creative work. You know, but Ishiro Honda is the yeah. very same man that made 1954's Criterion's Criterion Collection classic Godzilla, right? And but 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 he yeah. twisted it on his own in response to a cultural shift to make Godzilla a hero character, and that is something that yeah. only could have happened right here. And if it happened anywhere else, it would have been bad. It would have been horrible. Uh, and I think yeah, it's important. I, I think it's, yeah, exactly. Uh, it can come off as bastardization, but like, I think it's, to me, I read it as like, it's sometimes nice to know that these things that are like out of your control can help. Like they can like yeah. decide to help. You right. know? Like, it, it, like these monsters that have always felt so much bigger than us and like in their own world and we're just like yeah. ants among them like deciding of their own volition you know uh, to help uh, protect the world because like Mothra yeah. said it's their world too so they live there and like if Ghidorah destroys everything then they have nowhere to live right so uh, the idea of like monsters deciding to like fight 
for the sake of protecting the world, not necessarily for humans. And this is the one movie where the humans do not try to kill or harm the monsters. Yeah, not like not like, even Godzilla and Rodan. Like, yeah. Yeah, where, like, they are just, like, they put all of their faith, in, like, in the idea that, like, Mothra can appeal to the goodwill of these things that they have no reason to believe they should have any like goodness yeah. in them but they still put the utter faith into them and it pays off yeah and the monsters continue to be like these things that will show up when like something that threatens to destroy the world uh, appears yeah. you know these guys will be here and they can help it like we we no longer have to worry as much about them destroying us we can like live in peace with these monsters you know it's just such it's I don't know. Like this movie is so good at just setting that like standard for the whole rest of the yeah. series. Just perfectly yeah, and done. that's the point of this film. You know, like it doesn't have to be yeah. so, like this huge thing. Um, and so yeah, like after after this big scene, Ghidorah shows up and uh, he's like a fifth grader on the playground, and they kick the fifth grader's ass, and <laughs> they just they just <laughs> like at first like Mo- like one of my favorite yeah. things is Mothra going to fight Ghidorah right. alone. Like, yeah. To me, that is so, so perfect, like, in that, like, she cannot convince these two assholes. <laughs> like, she's, like, the first grader, and then, like, Go- Godzilla and Rodan are, like, third right. graders, and then he's the fifth grader, you know? Right. <laughs> like, and then they're, then they're all, like, beating him up, like, yeah. later. And this is the first time that, like, a fight ended in a way where I was like, ah, yes. Yeah, there we go. right. Like, it was fully satisfying, because I really liked how it ended in the previous movie, but, like, it was just Mothra's, both of them, shot Silk at Godzilla, and then he fell off a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just like, okay, I guess he's done. Yeah, the end. <laughs> but, like, they they beat his ass so hard, he runs away yes. from the planet. Yeah. Like, he flies into space, he's like, fuck yeah. this. If these guys are here, I don't want to deal with yeah, that shit. Yeah, that's something that actually, like, really surprised me. The two things, I, I mentioned earlier that there are two things that surprised me that, ma- that made me go, oh, wait, I've never seen this movie before. And it was, one, that the big old moth Mothra never shows up. It's just... The caterpillar Mothra the entire movie. I did not I I did not know or expect that and I love it. Uh and two, mm-hmm. that they don't like kill Ghidorah or anything. Ghidorah just literally like it is on some like Scooby Doo meddling kids bullshit and he's like, well, fuck you guys and so it just like leaves. <laughs> with, with, with a bunch of web all over his face, like silk all over his face, you know, like he's just uh uh Yeah. It's such a perfect kind of yes. light-hearted way to end the film uh because a lot of the heavies lifting i think is done by the human plots which is uh mm-hmm. if you listen to anyone that uh doesn't watch godzilla but claims to uh fucking be an authority on it and stuff that you know they'll say that the the monster stuff is the only good parts and the only stuff worth watching but that's not true because a lot of the emotional heavy lifting i think is done by the human stuff, which is kind of carried through with the very ending, uh, where uh, uh, sh- where the princess like thanks with all of her heart the, the the man that protected her the entire film, and yeah, uh, I think there's a bit of like a parallel as well with like uh, the human plot and the monster plot with like there being this this kindness and understanding across barriers across like language barriers or across uh, uh, 
just just making understanding between uh uh yeah, different like you know d- different personalities or cultures or whatever to to, to... different co- yeah like the the monsters defended humanity despite right. the fact that they had no reason yeah. to and the and humanity trusted in them despite the fact they had no right. reason to because they're in two different yeah. worlds and then like here's this guy who risked his life to protect a princess from a country that he doesn't really know exactly. or care about yeah. but he did it because it's it was the right thing to do and he wanted to yeah. do it and she thanked him and like it wasn't like oh they they kissed yeah. romantically or anything it was just like a heartfelt like she didn't remember anything but she remembered yeah. the moments where he said yeah yeah it, it was it was yeah. totally it was just a genuine thank you to someone that 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 really helped out uh in a, in a fucking fucked up situation and uh uh i think that's just a cool cool ass thing to 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 end on you know uh, uh especially after just you know this weird goofy weird like like a zany movie with like a lot of like weird tonal imbalances and stuff but like none of it being bad it's just that the movies is kind of all over the place and wildly creative and interesting mm-hmm. uh i i love this one this this one's fucking awesome yeah uh yeah it's yeah so good. it is it it ranks high like like i, I mean well we're yeah. always keeping like a like a mental ranking and stuff i feel like at some point uh down the line and stuff we should just yeah <laughs> we should just it write or... it down and line out like in an episode what like like our rankings are uh at the moment and stuff because it's fun it's fun to rank things you know it's it, it's uh, it's easy yeah. content but it's fun but anyway uh yeah uh, th- that's kind of like part of my closing thoughts and stuff do you have anything else to go off of and stuff or uh do you feel like we should we, uh, we kind of no, glossed mean... over something or I think that we did fine. I mean, other, other than like, there are parts of the final fight. Oh, like, right. I love, yeah. you know, I love like, you know, Godzilla throwing fucking rocks uh, and just being like the big bruiser, big fella getting shot in the dick, of course, with like the electricity <laughs> and all that. Keeps... Uh, but I especially love yeah. that, like, eventually Rodan lets Mothra on top of his back. Yeah. And right. then like, so that she can fight Ghidorah that way. And there, there's also like one really awesomely clever scene where, like, they're fighting with Ghidorah, and he's, like, so big and, like, knocking him around. Yeah. And then, like, Mothra bites his tail. And then, like, he's, like, whipping her around. But then she, like, lassos herself around a rock. Yeah. To, like, keep herself anchored and to, like, keep him down so he can't, like, fly away or yeah. get away. So that the other two can, like, beat up on him. And I'm like, wow, that is so smart. Yeah. Like, that they're using, like, the body shape of the monsters to write these fight scenes. They're no longer just, like, two big guys, like hitting each yeah. other they're actually like really thinking about yeah. this and really thinking like you know oh yeah the fight will end like after he's like completely covered in silk and can't break out of it uh and then like he's just helpless yeah. so he has to retreat the, uh, uh, like that is so yeah. so clever so so fun just the best fight that we've gotten so far and like one of the best fights in like the whole show the, the progression from uh from Godzilla versus Anguirus in Godzilla Raids Again to this is like pretty, pretty huge, you know, and it's like nearly, nearly yeah. a 10 year leap and stuff and uh, pretty huge. And uh, especially, you know, whenever you look at how, how this progresses and how Ultraman kind of like builds on it too and stuff. And they're kind of like the paths split. It's almost like the, <laughs> the stupid like Zelda split timeline thing where like you got, yeah. you got, you got yeah. this, these other paths of, of how they uh, progress tokusatsu fight 
choreography and stuff. It's really cool. Uh, the only th- the only yeah. other thing I want to I want to note about the final fight scene uh, that I forgot to mention is uh, another cute thing with Mothra. I love that once like okay, so Mothra like goes down this like hill mountain thing to fight uh, uh, Ghidorah, and then immediately Ghidorah and Rodan pretty much like take the fight back up back yeah and Godzilla but like uh they kind of beat on the monster and stuff but like Ghidorah ends up like taking the fight back up the hill that that Mothra had just gone down and so like Godzilla offers up his tail and Mothra like bites it and then he just walks her up the the hill and so and I (laughs) love that so much it's the most adorable shit yeah so good it's like here, buddy. I'll help you. Oh man, you can't get up yourself. Let me let me help you out. And so, yeah, yeah. I, I really like that. Like, Rodan and Godzilla are like fighting with each yeah. other, but like they're not antagonizing Mothra. They're just saying like, "No, you don't want to help." Yeah, 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 yeah. To her, like they 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 never like actively try to attack. No, her, no. They realize that she's like a completely passive yeah. force. So like they don't want to like engage in that whereas like these two like aggressive assholes getting into to a fight with each other and then like you know you have mothra being like hey knock it off you two and they're (laughs) like he started it It, yeah it it does have like very big like big sister energy even though she's like a baby (laughs) Uh, but but yeah yeah it's it's great it's very uh, lisa simpson energy from uh from mothra yes um But yeah, so so I think I think that closes it for me. Uh, uh, does it close it for you as well? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd just say that I put this movie like right below the first yeah. one. Uh, it is like it's my absolute favorite of the show era. Yeah. Like right, like you know, b- besides the first one, whatever. <laughs> like and of course, like Hedora yeah. and uh, Terror of Mechagodzilla are super close, but those are yeah. we won't talk about those for yeah, a while. Yeah, they're a little ways off. Um, but uh, yeah, I just go out, watch this movie however you yeah. can. It's it's got a lot of different releases. You can get it on archive.org, of course, uh, as yeah. we've promoted a million <laughs> times. It's part of the you know beautiful, beautiful Criterion Godzilla yes. collection, um, which how I watched it in the previous movie, and I'm just really excited to to keep watching yeah, them and like same. see how this progresses and like. You know, I unfortunately, <laughs> the next movie we're gonna watch is not one of these Godzilla movies. It is like we're going back into the territory of like the the sophomore slump yeah. that Toho was going through, uh, and we'll be talking about Dogura. Right. Uh, but before we end the podcast, of course, Nikki, why don't you tell us where yeah. we can find uh- you? And what you're doing? What yeah. are you up to? Uh, uh, just yeah, I'll just I'll try and make it brief. Uh, you can follow me at anti underscore laser on Twitter if you want to see me uh, post about uh, dumb shit like like uh, movies like this and like Tokusatsu and uh, uh, video games and Yakuza games and things like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, or you know you can follow this on uh, on Spotify. I've, there's also a Patreon. That is basically all I've got going on. Uh, definitely please check out the Patreon. Uh, $5 a month, you get episodes of this one week early. But if you get $1, at least just $1 every month, uh, you can get uh, access to an exclusive podcast that me and Wyatt do um, 
that's an off-topic podcast called This Is Not A Tokusatsu Podcast. I say podcast way too much. Um, and uh, <laughs> and it, it is just completely about literally anything else but tokusatsu. We talk about video games, we talk about uh, uh, shopping habits, we talk about just a bunch of shit on that podcast. And it's, yeah, it's anime. Fun. Yeah, anime. Talk, talk about talk about fucking anime. <laughs> so, yeah, fucking cartoons, cartoons yeah, yeah, movies, whatever, what have you, and stuff. So uh, that'll do it for for me. Wyatt, where can they find you? Oh, they can find me at twitter.com slash wazbranger w-a-z-p ranger i post my thoughts i post some art sometimes who knows i have a, a separate twitter called daily dragon quest doing uh, every single character that has official art in a dragon quest drawing them i went on hiatus for a couple of months but i'm back doing it um uh and yeah i'm i should be on my way through you know, uh, maybe through five, maybe through six. Who knows? <laughs> this is recorded very, <laughs> like, ahead yeah. of time. So <laughs> I don't know exactly when the chips will line up. Uh, but, yes, you can go there. It's Daily Dragon Quest or Twitter. Jesus. <laughs> I also have a YouTube series called It's Only Magic, where I talk about cartoons. I talk about OKKO. OK I talk about Frag of the Creek and Clarence and their similarities. Uh, I talk about uh, Gurren Lagan, my favorite show ever, my favorite thing. Uh, and you're like, oh, why do you care about Gurren Lagan? Watch the video. It's like 45 minutes. <laughs> uh, I explain pretty good. So uh, many, many more. I have a, a series talking about all, all of the Peanut specials inspired by this series we're doing right now. I was like, oh, I want to do this for Peanuts, but I don't want to rope Mickey into it. <laughs> so... Doing that myself, those are more low An effort. An act of mercy kind of on dislike. Wyatt's part. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, all that fun stuff there. I don't have a Patreon or anything, but, like, I don't know. Give me some money on coffee, and we're all good. Uh, so, yes, I'm your host, Wyatt. This is Nikki. Uh, this has been Discuss All Monsters. And next time, we'll be taking a step back uh, to talk about... A movie about diamond theft and a little guy called Dogura. See you there. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>